Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Tipsy Tourism, the podcast where we visit top tourist attractions whilst enjoying some alcoholic beverages yep. in an incredibly responsible manner. That's what we do. Yes, it is. My name is Chelsea and I choose the activity. And I'm James and I choose the drink off my drinks trolley, mm. which I pushed up north yes. this week. I am visiting Cumbria for the first time in almost two years. <laughs> so you can say for the first time. No, I no. was like, What? This is where I'm from. Yeah. And I haven't seen, uh, I've been to my grandma's house in almost two years. Disgusting. So I'm going to see Grandma Lupton and Granddad Lupton and see my parents. And also, I have a night out in town in Whitehaven. Oh. That's what I'm going to do. That's what you're, am I not invited? Yeah, you can come out. Oh, that's nice. We can go around, see what's changed, see what's been knocked down, see what's there now. Okay. <laughs> I'm quite excited for that. But we're also going to go into the lakes as well. Yeah, we are, because the activity this week yeah. is somewhere that I've heard you bang on about so often. Well, I went on a school trip when I was very young. I was I'm, a wee lad. Just one? What? I've only been once. Oh my God, well, that doesn't warrant the amount of time you talk about it. Jesus Christ. It's so much gone into the brain from that one trip. Well, the expectations are high, because today we are off to... The, the infamous... World famous... Pencil Museum. That's right. In Keswick. Yeah. But before before I tell you more about it... Yeah. Even though, to be honest, I think James is probably the best person to tell you about it. Um, Tell me, what are we drinking this week, James? Well, to me, the Pencil Museum is kind of local. Mm-hmm. But we're going to go even more local with my drink. Oh. Is this something, like, you grew up on? So... I was born in Whitehaven, but my family actually live in a, in a little village town called Cleetamua. Can I just stop you? Mm-hmm. Because you know that I like to point out how you always get village town city wrong. Doesn't matter. You don't even know where you grew up. Is it a village or is it a town? It's a town, I think. <laughs> Doesn't matter. No one knows what they live in. Unless it's a cathedral, you can't be concretely sure. Okay. I think. Sure. So, in my, let's say town... <laughs> There was a company that started there years and years and years ago, and it made lemonade. Right. And it's called Dent Lemonade, and it's famous in West Cumbria. Dent as in what you get in your car if someone backs into it? No, Dent is actually um, what is the closest mountain that the water runs off. Oh. So Dent is the mountain we used to climb up. I say mountain, more of a hill. Um, it's not a slide keep, is it? No, it's absolutely beautiful. It's got a dent in it. I think that's why it's got uh, its name. To be fair, I'm, I'm only saying a slide keep because that's what we've got in Wrexham. Now, it, it started in Cleetamoor. Okay. Cleetamoor, as yeah, the posh call it's it. It's coming back. It's actually Cleetamoor. Um, and I used to have it in school. It's infamous in chip shops, news agents, and it comes in little tiny bottles okay. with a yellow label, black text, but it's most famous for... It's colour. Well, hang on. Do you want to see it? I do, but let me just tell you what I'm thinking in my head. Yeah. Because you've just painted a lovely picture. You've yes, painted a hill slash mountain. Yeah. With water trickling down off it. Yeah. Which they've used to make some beautiful Cumbrian lemonade. I yeah. mean, I'm I'm feeling like M&S stockist vibes. Well, it sounds like you're taking the piss. No. You've just told me it comes we from water d- that trickled down in Cumbria. Cumbria is known for its lovely water. Yeah, well, that's where, like, um, Ivion probably comes off the... Excuse me? Ivion, the <laughs> f- the water. Ivion. Ivion. Are you French? Well, that's what it probably comes off the mountain 
if you're or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> no, hang on, hang on. I think you're the only. F- it's if Evian, right? I don't know. Say it again. Evian. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe Evian. maybe I'm wrong. You know, maybe I'm wrong. Now, do you want to see the color of it? I've purposefully yeah. kept it away from you because people. I'm going to put my torch underneath it to emphasize the color. Okay, I'm feeling like it's. Oh my god, there's a glow coming. <gasps> there we go. James that Ray. is the infamous Dent Lemonade. James, James. I'll take the torch off it now. It's it's still glowing. So it's a very, very, very bright yellow. Do people piss down this mountain? Hey. Now, I will say that um, West Cumbria is known for a few different trades, but most famously, it's known for its nuclear industry. <laughs> we all work. Like, someone knows everyone who works... At Sellafield. Your family. I, I've done two summers at Sellafield. Mm-hmm. I worked in Thorpe, thanks. And my dad worked there forever. My mum worked there. Auntie, pa- uh, grandparents. They've all worked at Sellafield. And some people say it's, uh, well, I argue it's a coincidence that it's the same colour. It looks like nuclear waste. It's not. Someone on Twitter said recently that it looks warm on a cold day. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good description. Can I have a look at the bottle? Yep. So, oh my god! So ha- right, I've got a liter of dent in front of me. Special lemonade. You're not joking. Just lads. legally as well. I do want to say that the colours are not linked to Sellafield in any way. No, they're absolutely not. No, I will say so. It's got the ingredients on the front. There are a few e numbers, James. What? And I would say that most places are like like going away from e numbers in their ingredients. But I love that they've just slapped it on the front. They're quite proud of it. We it encourage looks. it. So we're having that with vodka. Wow. Right. Would you drink this grown up? Not with vodka at school, but I had that. <laughs> no, but when school. you like graduated onto yeah. drinking. Yes. So this is a well known mixer. If you're from Cumbria and have had dent lemonades, get in touch, tweet us, Instagram messages, let us know. At tipsy I'm gonna tourism. Put, we should put a picture on so if you haven't seen it, you can at least see the colour. That is it, honestly, it's the most fluorescent yeah. liquid I've ever seen. It's lovely. Right, so I'm gonna have that. With let me go and get it because um, okay. not only dent lemonade, yeah, I got an extra bonus Cumbrian treat. Is it? Have you got Cumbrian vodka? No. Well, wait. Okay, sorry. So, Ooh. that's the double. Ooh, <laughs> overspill. Right, are you ready to see what it looks like? As a, this is a proper drink. Well, what's the vodka gonna do? Is it gonna? Like make it light up even more. Look at that. That is absolutely beautiful. Oh my god. That is absolutely delicious. It looks like an energy drink. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. It looks like it'll warm you up. It looks fizzy. Oh my god. I need to have that one. That one looks better. (laughs) It might taste lovely. Ready? Yeah. Chin chin. Cheers. Mm hmm. Yum. Um. Lemony. It's fine. Thank you. Fine. That's what I'm going to say. It's fine. It's no, 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 it's not bad. It's it's giving Panda Pops. Well, I, I mean, there's nothing wrong with Panda Pops. It's them kind of size of bottles. That's yeah. What, that's what it used to come in as well. Yeah. That's what um, the kind of vibes I get in. Uh, your extra bonus treat before we go to the museum. Mm. It's uh, popular in uh, Cumbria, bits of Lancashire. Okay. Um... And I think it's the best crisp in the world. Oh, I do love a good crisp. It's the XL cheese. Uh, there you go. That is a pack for you. And James, they're super popular. James, stop. Nope. Stop. No, no, no. Listen to me. Stop. Yeah. I've got... Stop rustling. Yeah. What is Cumbrian's fascination with this colour? I'm sorry, but you've just bought out a packet of crisps that yeah. are the exact same colour as the Dent Lemonade. They are fluorescent. Well, again, it's unconnected. Not everything is nuclear themed. In it kind of feels like they they've hit a theme and they've ran with it. This is coincidence, complete coincidence that that's also <laughs> luminous yellow. Now, if you're Cumbrian, you know what cheese XL are. XL cheese. There's nothing XL about them, right? At all. So it's they're not massive crisps. And I got these off Andrew from McDowell's News Agency. He goes through eighty boxes of the of these a fortnight. Wow. Okay. Very popular. Very popular. 
try them. Um, okay. There's so much cheese in them. They're soft and crunchy at the same time. Mm. Okay, right. Yeah. A nice, very nice crisp. Like that a lot. Thank but you. I would say that that's just potato flavor. It's cheese. I cannot taste the cheese. It's cheese. But thanks. Hey, first time we've had a snack. Yeah, it is. We should start doing a bit more of that, don't you? XL cheese and dent lemonade with a vodka. And now we are set. So, tell me, because normally I'm the one who goes through where we're off to Mm -hmm. and like the general gist of it. And I mean, I can tell you as much as I've read online, which is uh, Pencil Museum. It's based in Keswick, which is in the Lake District, where you live is just outside of it, right? Yeah, it is. Um, and it's it's home to a bloody big pencil. It is. And that's what a lot of people go to see. People travel from all over to come see this pencil. Massive pencil. Um, otherwise, all I really know is that it costs £4.95 to get in. Well... You will learn about the history of the pencil. Okay. You've been asking about that loads recently. I have, you know. Um, And you will see, well, it used to be where the pencil stuff was made. I mean, we've got to learn. It's been a long time. (laughs) And when you're a kid, you don't pay full attention. No, that's true. So I need to go and relearn the stuff I already know. Okay. It's in there. It gives us... It's gone in. It gives us a great opportunity to find our five interesting things. If you haven't listened to Tipsy Tourism before, you won't know what we go and do, which is we've got to go somewhere, find out some interesting things, and we've got to agree on five that we think are, you know, good enough yeah, we do. to get the ding of approval. We both have to agree. I'm actually quite glad you can't remember a lot. Yeah, I know I can't. So we'll go. Pencils are made of wood. Can you stop? Oh, sorry, yeah, I'm not going to be a spoiler. That yeah. could have been a big dinger. There's other stuff as well. Okay, Go cool. on, fine. That's cool. Um, but before we go, we just want to say a massive, massive thank you to everybody who has been supporting us on Patreon. Love you. I can't, I actually can't believe it, but we've got another shot to do. Yes. I mean, thank Here you so go. much. We're doing a shot. Uh, what are we having? Vodka. Okay. Just to make us, you know, really primed for go. the pencil museum. You have that. Oh, my God. James put it in, you know, the the measurer for shots. (laughs) Oh my god! Okay, so this shot, yeah. Sorry, go. This shot this week is for Richard. Thanks, Richard. Thanks a lot, babes. Richard. Oh, amazing! And if you would like to also get these adverts, no. Jeez. Why, whenever we do a shot, I make a mistake instantly. If you love adverts, then you can <laughs> then, get them. Then don't go to Patreon. You can get more. Um, if you would like to get these episodes a day early and without adverts, just find out more about that. Go to patreon.com forward slash tipsy tourism. Yeah. Thank you very much. Right, shall we go? Let's go. Now, oh, I need to tell my parents they're going to drive us. You're joking. They're going to drive us to Keswick. Bring us home, and they're gonna wander around Keswick. <laughs> Keith, Nicola. I feel like I'm back in school. James, is this bringing back beautiful childhood memories? Look at the beautiful building. It is. I'm not gonna lie. I was expecting something a bit more magnificent. Well, can I just stop you there? Because before, well, that's the museum building in front yeah. of us, which is pretty short. It's not very tall. It's like, uh, just to describe it, it's like a long shed, black shed. It's bigger than a shed, thank you. And then but to our left, look at that building. Yeah. So the, the home, home of Cumberland Pencils. So it, that's the actual factory, I guess. Yes. That's incredible. Should we go in? Yeah. Hi there. Are you for the museum or just the shop? Uh, for the museum, please. Uh, two adults, please. We've been given our pencils. We've got a quiz to do. Yeah. But the first thing we've got to do is go through this tunnel. I did not know this was an immersive experience. I was not expecting set design. Oh, my God. So what is it? Oh. It's like we're down a mine. We're down... Oh, my God, that is one of the scare... Look at this. What oh. is it? What is it? Are you holding on to me? So, it's a figurine. 
What is it? A mannequin. A mannequin with no face. But no face. That's really scary. And he's just collapsed down a mine. Well, welcome to the pencil museum. <gasps> There's bloody human skulls down here. Bloody terrifying. Oh my god. I thought you were bringing me to like a pencil museum. Wow. Well, an immersive dark history museum. Why have we like we went past dead bodies? <laughs> There's human skulls in there. <laughs> Just like I was expecting just to see a few colouring pencils, maybe a few pastels, but not a skeleton. That is the most ominous start to what I expected to be the most <laughs> straightforward museum ever. Do you think it's uh, just a little reminder to the children that uh, what people have had to go through to get your pencil? Oh, hello, little boy. Do you like pencils? Hello, little girl. <laughs> See that pencil there that you chose to draw your cat with? Twelve men died for your right. Yes, I hope you're happy with yourself. And that picture's shit. <laughs> Not the entrance I expected. However, now we're in here. It's very much the vibes that I was expecting. A lot of information on the walls, all around us. Glass cabinets. We've got some reading to do. I can see the big pencil behind me. I don't want to spoil it by looking what? at it big. What? I can see it. You can already see it? I can see it through the crack. It's that big. Oh my God. Right, I'm not going to look because I really want to save myself. It's fucking huge. Right, okay. Let's, let's read up on some history. Yeah. We've done the reading for you. Oh my God, there's a lot of text. There is a lot of text. Um, but basically, in the 1550s, there was a violent storm in yeah. this area. Yeah. And when the shepherds went to see what the hell has been going on. A tree had fell over. Mm-hmm. And they found a black cake-like substance entangled in its roots. Yeah. And they tried to burn it and nothing happened, but it marked their hands. And then they were like, shit, it marks shit. So they wrapped it in leather and drew on their sheep so they knew which was their sheep. And then go. that was the first primitive pencil. Nice. Now, what are you thinking about this cake-like substance? Cake, well, why did they say, why have they described it as cake? I, and if I know Cumbrians, <laughs> which I do, they definitely try to eat it first. <laughs> they did. They like, which, oh, but that's a good sponge. point though, isn't it? Because this is something we both found in our research. Lots of people think that pencils have got lead in them. No one thinks that. They call it lead, but it's like it's not got lead in it, has it? Because lead's poisonous. Yeah, but that's my point. So if they did eat it, they, they obviously didn't die. Yeah. Because it wasn't lead. No. It was graphite. Yeah. But your pencil's not full of lead. Like that Paolo in the TV song. That's wrong as well. Does he say that? Pencil full of lead. Pencil full of lead song. Fake news. Absolute fake news. Right, let's cancel Paolo and the Idiot. <laughs> So, there's a load of text. <laughs> a lot. There's so much text, but what I have discovered a short while into the museum is that all the best shit is in a red box. Mm -hmm. So anything in a red box isn't really longer than one sentence. <laughs> it's perfect for my attention. So look at this one. So this is good. The phrase black marker comes from the act of smuggling graphite. It marked the smugglers' hands so everyone knew what they'd been up to. Black market. I love finding out where phrases come from. But hang on, hang on. This must give us some context to why they were smuggling it because I don't think today's common thief would be that arsed about pencil. No one's making graphite anymore, I don't think. So, it says, in the 1700s, graphite was extremely valuable. It would have cost 1,500 quid per kilo in today's market. What? Bloody hell. Is that a lot? That is a lot, isn't it? Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, that's I don't ridiculous. buy graphite every day. No, I don't either. Oh my God, look. It was transported to the Tower of London by armed stagecoach. Did you know in the 1650s, graphite became more valuable than gold? Another, oh my God. Another red box win. Okay, so that, that makes a lot of sense to why they decided they needed to smuggle it in the first place. Right. It wasn't made for just... It, graphite wasn't just for pencils, though, right? No. I think that was just part I of don't know what else it was graphite's for. use. Oh, here we go. 
Due to its high value, graphite was only used in small quantities for pencil making. So if you had a pencil, you'd probably seen as well fancy. Yeah, posh. Proper posho. You're a pencil wanker. <laughs> uh, that is That's, interesting. There we go. We've got one. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Thank you, red boxes. I know we're only one fact in. Yeah. But um, I think we need to start drinking a bit. Here you go. We might need it to get through all the text. Bit of, bit of water. Oh, James. You've made that so strong. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Where have we just come from? The, the parents' house. Oh, the parents' house, yeah. yeah. Where, where you lived for many, many years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant the shop <laughs> where we paid for tickets. Oh, like, yeah. Um, are you trying to tell me your mum doesn't have a house? Well, we've got a freezer, but I didn't check. Because in our lovely, lovely Tipsy Tourism water bottles, which you can get on Patreon if you're in the top tier, just saying, just a little plug there. Thanks, guys. Um... If you put ice in that, that would have stayed lovely and chilled, and it wouldn't have mattered that it was so strong because I wouldn't have been able to tell. Well, tough. <laughs> Good comeback. Tough titties. Good comeback. Do you remember lovely. what you used to drink when you came here on school trips? Dent lemonade. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Are you joking? No. So this is really harking back to your childhood yeah. now. Do you understand why I picked dent lemonade? If I don't think it, I'd put two and two together. Dent lemonade is the one. So when we came into here, we didn't get a ticket, did we? Um, oh no, we got a pencil instead. We got a free pencil. Yeah. Derwent Pencil Museum pencil. Yeah. See that letter there? What's that? Oh, that's an F. No, it's not an F. It's, it's an, an F. F. It's an F. I've never seen an F before. What did our pencils at school used to have? HB. HB, that's mm, true. Yeah. Uh, what does that stand for? Hello, I... Barbara. <laughs> I actually don't, I don't think I've ever thought of that. H indicates the word hard. Hard Barbara. Hard. And B indicates black. So oh. HB is a hard black. But F indicates that the pencil can be sharpened to a fine point. Oh, so F is for fine. If it's for enough fine points, so like they can sharpen it and you can get a super sharp pointy pencil. But surely you could have a FHB? Yes, maybe. Right? But we've got an F. Just an F. I don't think that's quite interesting enough for a ding, but I am glad I know it. You Hard. Know? Oh, yeah, okay. What was the... Right, did you ever used to have people come into school with really fancy pencils and you knew that's they, they were the posho families? Well, no, Kyle came into school once with a 3B. 3B. And he used to have to sharpen his pencil like every three words because it was so soft. <laughs> and I was like, I had my 2H, which was too hard. Oh, you were a fancy fucker? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I only had an HB. No, I had a 2H. HB life for me in Wrexham. Oh my God. Well, mind you, you are from the region, so I imagine different gradients of pencil are much more yeah. easy to come by. And my dad used to be a draftsman, so pencil fan. What's a draftsman? They draw buildings and stuff. Also, technical drawings. That was the most Cumbrian I've heard you in a while. What? You said so. So. <laughs> I'm in Cumbria. It's coming back. Oh my God. Go on. This is my kind of thing. You're going to love this. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I haven't read this yet, sorry. I've read the whole of this war for you, so you don't have to. Good. Did you know that there's such a thing as a spy pencil? Oh, good. This is actually quite me. This is super. Is it, this, this is not a spy this pencil. This isn't a spy is... pencil in my hand. This is a normal pencil. What's a spy pencil? Well, basically, in the Second World War, there was this chap here. Let me just find his name. Hang on. Charles Fraser Smith, right? Yeah, he's got he... a lovely tash. He's got a lovely tash, he's in his 30s. He is what um, the character from James Bond, Q, is based on. Is he? He's the guy that made all the gadgets and gizmos to give to secret agents when they were out and about trying to discover stuff about the Germans. So he's the original Judy Dench? No, that's not Q. It was. Oh, that's M. That's M, you idiot. Q's the gadget maker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, basically, how this gets involved with pencils is that he has come up with a way to make super thin maps and teeny tiny compasses so that if people were captured by the Germans, they would have something on them that would allow them to escape a bit easier. Okay. So... What, a tiny, tiny map? Yeah. So they had to find something to put the tiny, tiny map and the tiny, tiny compass into, and one of those was... Spy pencil. Spy pencil. So they hid stuff inside the pencil. Yeah, basically what happened was he had the idea, then he came to the Cumberland Pencil Factory. Only like the top level managers knew about it because they had to like sign the secrets order. Is that what it's called? Official Secrets Act. Yeah, they had to. There it is, yeah. They were sworn to silence by the Official Secrets Act. So the workers didn't know. So what would have been the easier way to have made the spy pencil would have been at like the second stage to leave it hollow. Mm. But they didn't because they didn't want anyone to know. So they waited until the pencil was fully made and then the people in the know would sneak back into the factory that night and remove the insides, leaving a little bit at the end so it was still usable. And that's when they added in the map and the compass. That's cool. Isn't that cool? That's really nice. I'm giving you that. Oh, and I've got one here. So there's a a tiny map rolled up where you'd get the lead. And then right at the end, underneath where the rubber, rubber, eraser is, there's like a little, a little compass underneath it. Yeah. Underneath where the eraser is at the back. And we don't know for sure if it actually helped anyone because a lot of them were sworn to secrecy about their work. I'm going to say it did. I'm going to say it did too. I'm going to say it helped hundreds of thousands of people. Also, this guy, he himself has sworn secrecy for like 30 years. He was not allowed to talk about his work. How can we talk about it now? Because it's been 30 years. Oh, fine. Do you, know, do, you, do you know when the Second World War was? Yes, I knew. I know. But imagine, imagine knowing that you were Q. That'd be good, wouldn't you? Yeah. But cool. Cheers, Charles Rose Smith. Well done, lad. That's amazing. Oh, and shout out to the manager here, which was... Fred T. Fred T. Fred T. At the Cumberland Pencil Company, you were a big part in the Secret War Pencil. The original Mr. T. Peter the Pencil Fool.
We've come to teeny tiny school tables. Oh God. Where it's colouring in time. Now, what are you going to colour in? You can colour in this Christmas fireplace, or this robot, or... Uh, oh, look at that. That's lovely, isn't it? Letters to Santa post box. So, James didn't find this out until recently, because for my last birthday, he bought me a travel colouring in book. Um, I hate colouring in. Hate yeah, I didn't know a, that. With a passion. Who, who hates colouring in? I hate it in school. I'm just really bad at it, and it requires so much, like, detail. Please, if you are like me, because I think I'm in the minority, but I bloody hate it. But since we're at the Pencil Museum, I'll give it, I'll give it a bash. Oh, I mean, Jesus Christ, you should hate it. You're terrible. Yeah, colour in this sheep. I'm surprised you didn't pick the sheep. What are you trying to say? Because you guys love the sheep it's in really Wales. Cute. Yeah, but in Cumbria. Wales love it in a special way that we don't in Cumbria. I don't know. Honestly, I'm 10 seconds into this and I'm bored. I just, I'm quite a scatty person. Ooh, what lovely pencils might I add? Oh, yeah, nice pencils. Oh, I've done a green next to a green pillock. How have you done that so fast? Ta-da! Time for the big one. I've been diverting my eye. You've been averting your gaze. Averting, thank you. And now it's time. Oh my God! That's a bloody big pencil. I know, well, it's actually 7.91 metres. Yeah, but I'd read that before, but now I've seen it with my eyes. It's so much bigger than I thought. It's really chunky. It takes now, over the whole room. It's I've, in the middle. I've been here before. Yeah. It's bigger than the one that I saw when I was here last time. You're joking. They've done a bigger one. They've swapped it out. Yeah, they've got a bigger one. But so that doesn't make sense because no, the no, Guinness no, no, World Record says it's from 2001. Yeah, no, I came in like 95 or oh, something. Oh, Jesus, you're old. But the one that I thought was just a little bit taller than me. Oh, so this, so this must is, be blowing your mind. Yes, this is significantly larger. Now, what I will say yeah. is that there's now, a Guinness World Record. Yeah, a certificate right here. The world's longest pencil is 7.91 metres long and weighs 446 kilograms. And it was made by staff at the Cumberland Pencil Corps of Keswick. I mean, I think that is true of then. Dated 28th of May 2001. I'm sorry to say that I don't think they hold the mantle anymore. What? Because I was researching and apparently the world's longest traditional pencil is 459.97 metres long. <laughs> what? 400? 459.97 metres long. 459.9 yeah. divided by 7.91. So that is 58 times bigger. Yeah. But I can't imagine that. That pencil in there is massive. So that one... Where's the, that? It said it was made by Statler. You know that pencil yeah. brand? Here we go, here's a YouTube video about it from 2015. So what, I bet they sent a spy here to come and have a look, do you not think? Gutted. Here we are. Oh, I'm, oh shit. It's thin, it's like a... Oh. They've made a really thin, long pencil and they've got people to hold it. So it's not a big, fat one. The one here is a big, fat pencil, like it's... Bizarre. It's in proportion. That's it. Whereas they've beat them. With... No, that doesn't count. Nah. Ah, uh, do you know what? I wish someone from Keswick went and stood halfway down the line. And snapped it. And just snapped it. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was a contender. There's also a few other contenders in diff slightly different categories. Let's not take it away from, from the Pencil Museum just yet. But in 2007, the world's heaviest pencil was made. It weighs a whopping 18,000 pounds. What's that? And is more than 23.16 metres oh, long. that's bigger as well. Yeah, I know. Shit. And 18,000 pounds is equivalent to the weight of 1.9 million pencils. Oh, <laughs> so, okay. Well, I don't mean to break your dreams. It is a really impressive pencil, but there are some other big, big hitters out there. That's all I'm saying. But, but I mean, it's still impressive. It's very impressive for the, the sake of your childhood yeah. and for the sake of it's, it is a big feature here. It's very interesting and it's great to come get a photo with a bloody large pencil. Yeah, let's go have a picture. I 
have you ever got to the end of a pencil? No, never. I, I normally lose them. I have once. Have you? Yeah, a real stumpy little thing. And my teacher said, are you done with that now? Stop being silly. <laughs> but have you got any idea how many miles you can write with one pencil? Oh, so if I put this brand new pencil on the floor right now. Yeah, and a bit of paper. And then, drew. And then drove. How far would you be able to drive? Oh, that's a great question. You'd have to stop and sharpen it, obviously. Uh, 10 miles. This is more than that. You could drive 35 miles. You're joking. 35 miles. That's ridiculous. No one's ever tested it. Oh. But science people have worked it out. <laughs> Scientists? Scientists have worked <laughs> science out that people. 35 miles. That's actually really impressive. And a bloody good fact. That's good, are, you, are you opting for that one? I'm going for that, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can have that. I like that a lot. Do you know, that's one of those facts that whenever you're holding a pencil, you can relay that to yeah, someone, yeah. can't you? I could, draw, I could draw a 35 mile line with this if I wanted to. That's a good, um, that's something good to have on a first date, don't you think? No. You could, you could pop a pencil behind your ear, a bit like uh, Nick Knowles does on DOI SOS. Yeah, handy, handy. Yeah. yeah. And you could just suddenly magic it into your hand and go, I could draw 35 miles with that bad boy. Check, please. If I was on a date with you, I would, I would leave the date. That is so boring. <laughs> but I think it's an interesting fact for a non-date scenario. Okay, fine. Right, shop time. Honestly, this is the bit that I'm mostly buzzing about because I'm a big fan of stationery and, oh my God, there's a whole oh, wall in front of us of pencils and different colours. <gasps> oh my God, what would you have given for one of these growing up? Don't touch the pencils. Oh, sorry. It's um, a case. Pencil, a wooden coloured pencil. Wooden case. Did you ever used to have one? No, I had like a colouring uh, pens. Right. In like a fold up case. Yes. And you used, to, you used to carry the case around? Yeah, it had paints in that I never used, but it had like thin brush, uh, thin nib pens and thin nib pens. Did I said that twice? <laughs> yeah, I you said did. Thick nib pens. <laughs> thick nib pens. I know, I know. I can't, I can't copy you. <laughs> Thick nib pens yeah. and thin nib pens. I think you've been uh, sniffing too much of the graphite. Got my nips mixed up, but yeah, they're, they're the ones I had, but never pencils, because these are like super quality ones. Have you seen this price? No. Okay, 120 yeah. limited edition coloured pencils in a beautiful wooden box. How much? Pound each, 120 quid. £178.50. Okay. Because wow. you, you forgot to calculate the... I forgot the wooden box cost. Yeah. 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 Christ. Oh, my God. You can buy a secret map and compass pencil. That's a really clever idea. It, right. used to be £40 now, £25, guys. And then if I ever get dropped behind enemy lines... What a great gift. I actually love that. Imagine giving that. Imagine getting that as a kid. I know. That is such a Are good gift. Are you using gift. it when you're at school? <gasps> to pass notes between Shit. people. Oh, cheating in exams. Don't oh do that. Oh, my God. Yeah, don't do that. It's bad. Terrible. Right. I think we're done. Thank you very much. You need to give that back. Oh. You're nicking that. I was about to steal your clipboard. I'm sorry. I do. I love a clipboard as well. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Thank guys. Thank you. I've got one that isn't really Keswick pencil-based, but is general pencil-based. Pencil-based facts all count. Roald Dahl, Roald Dahl. Wrote, wrote his books with pencils. Did he? And what he'd do is he'd use six across the day. Six and six only. Three in the morning, three in the afternoon. Because when... Whole he, pencils? No. So it was just a way that if it... Got to a, if he was in the flow, he could pick up the next one without having to sharpen his okay, pencil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that he'd use six across the day. Yeah. But he would use them down to their little stubs. Like he really didn't like the wastage of them. He'd use all 35 miles. Exactly. Think about how many miles went into the Royal Doll books. Um, but it did come out actually that the old pencil used to scupper him sometimes as well. Because when he had writer's block, he would just make it into a massive thing that he needed to sharpen his pencils. So he had a very fancy, I think it was like a, a motorised pencil sharpener. I always wanted one of them, yeah. Really cool. And he would sharpen it, and then he'd take a look at it and be like, that's not right, that's not right. I've got to do it again. 
and he'd sharpen it again, and it would get to a point where he couldn't even physically write with it because it was point. too fine. Yeah. It would snap, and then he'd be like, got to do it again, haven't I, babes? So he was chief procrastinator when it came to his pencils. So my procrastination is YouTube, mm. and Roald Dahl's was pencil sharpening. Yeah. I thought you were going to say it's because he could rub shit out with. Because oh, he's I'm... obviously not going to use Microsoft Word or anything like that, <laughs> but... Maybe, but, yeah, that was his tool of choice. All right, you can have that. Thank uh, you. And now we have a full set of the bottle. Where have you left it? I oh, left my it God, James. <laughs> we just finished the podcast and James just looked at me with pure fear and I thought, oh You got God, it in the bag? What's happened? I don't think so. Oh, my God, James, it's got Denton vodka in it. Don't let a kid get it. I have not got it. I'm back again. I left my water bottle somewhere. Might be in here. Where was it? Children's colouring in tables. Oh my God. <laughs> right, that's it, we're done. Right, we're done. It's over. We are back, thanks to the taxi of Keith and Nicola Robinson. Thanks guys, thanks mum and dad. They didn't even charge us. Free taxi. Five out of five. Yeah. Um, we have just got back from the Pencil Museum. Oh. Did it bring back a lot of memories for you, James? It did, actually. Mm. It's probably been 20-odd years. 20? Does that make you feel old? More than 20. Oh, my That's God. That's depressing, isn't it? Do you know what is really fun, though? What? That you got to see the old pencil that used to be the biggest pencil in there. I know. They've upgraded their biggest pencil. Yeah. We told your mum on the way back. Yeah. And she went, oh, <laughs> I've got a photo of James next to that pencil. As How old are you in that? Eight. And we may have got the same photo again. We are we, creating we, new memories. Well, by chance, I didn't, I didn't know there was a photo of me with it. So we took a photo yeah. of me with it now. Uh, and now we have the ones... 20 odd years apart well if you go to the tipsy tourism instagram and i'll put it on twitter too so yeah brilliant yeah side by side you'll see how this dish i was gonna call you a young man i don't think you're young man i don't think you're a young man anymore how this man has grown man. you know over 20 years still i have grown still a big fan of the pencil museum though proves it um, so what do you think of it no before we do that yeah i've got a corrections corner go on because I've been looking into it. What did you balls up? And if anyone from the Pencil Museum is listening, I'm very, very sorry, because they must have been listening to a previous bit, like, shouting at me, going, come on, Chelsea, you do see. your research. Yeah. Um, That pencil we saw, Yeah. it does still hold a Guinness World Record. Brilliant. For the world's largest coloured pencil. It's a colouring pencil. That's it's yellow. Count. It is yellow. So there are other big pencils out there, no. but that's the largest coloured one you're, you're going to find. Was it just a normal pencil and then they painted the end yellow, <laughs> so it in, then became a coloured pencil? You're such or a pencil cynic. is that yellow all the way through? I reckon it's yellow all the way through. I'm going to say it is. Yeah. Not, it's not a modification. Nope. I believe in them. I also think, yeah. very clever of them. Very clever. To think A up. What can we own here? Yeah. And then next time it'll be a pencil with a rubber on the end. Or, or if someone does another colour, they can still have the longest, the, the longest yellow, yellow pencil. pencil. That's it. It's very clever, that. Well I done. like it. So clever and Keswick. Before we get into this, um, I can't believe I'm saying this, but uh, we need a dent. You want some dents, do you? Yeah. yeah. No problem. Woohoo. To, to Cumbria. To, to Cleeta Moor. To Cleeta Moor. Excellent. Did you have fun? I did have fun. Yeah. From a nostalgic point of view as well, I really enjoyed going back to it. Yeah. It's fun in there to learn about pencils. <laughs> I mean, there's only so much you could learn about pencils. Yeah. And I've learned it all. You know um, how people talk about when you get older, you should have to do your driver's license again to give you a refresh. Yeah. Are you uh, saying something about my dad's driving? <laughs> No, N- no. Anyway, back to the going. No, I'm what, not. What were you going to say? Thank you for the drive, Keith. Thank yeah. you very much. Um, what I was trying to say is we've proved today that you need to refresh your pencil 
history every 20 yeah. years or so. You get to go and see what the pencil, what's going on in pencil land. I had fun because I have heard about it a lot from you. Yeah. I liked the, uh, even though it was morbid, quite liked the fact that we went through a mine first thing. Yeah. Wasn't expecting that. It was a lovely little intro. And overall, yeah, it was a good thing to do if you're in the area. Yeah. What was your favourite part? Uh, hello. World's mm. biggest colouring pencil. Yeah. That's my favourite bit. There it was. Had a selfie with it. Touched it. Played it like a bongo. That's what I did. I also enjoyed the large pencil, but not my favourite part. What was your favourite bit? The spy pencil. Oh, the spy pencil. So good. I absolutely love stuff that's like a secret history that comes out years and years later. It makes me think about all the backstories of all the people involved, how they knew that they'd been such a big integral part of the war, um, but they couldn't tell anyone. I just, I love the drama that's involved in that story. Yeah. I don't remember any of that from when I went as a kid. Well, maybe, maybe you went during the Secrets Act. Maybe. it was still there. Maybe it was still hidden. Oh my God, maybe it's only just come out. Or maybe I was a kid and just cared about colouring in. And that's yeah. all I did. Yeah, that probably was. That probably was it. Um, what do you think needs improvement? Now, I do remember when I went once mm. that I went into the factory, which was next door. Mm. And that was nice to see. Now, it's very difficult to move a factory back for museum-only reasons when it's now several miles away. Yes. But... That was my favourite bit when I went years and years ago. Because seeing stuff being made, I like the shows and telly that are called How Stuff Is Made. Yeah. Or How how This Is Built, whatever it's called. That's what I like. But I miss that part of it. Yeah. I like factories and machines. Yeah, so to confirm that there's no option now no. to go and tour the factory. Because it's not there. It's not on site anymore. No. I agree. That would re- That would be amazing. But I feel like it's a bit tight to say... That that's what they need to do. What you're doing is you're asking them to move the industry back next to the museum. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> to move away from your new multifunctional <laughs> uh, state of the art uh, and go back to what it was yeah. in the olden days. That's just for James. Just for me. To relive his museum experience as an eight-year-old. Yeah. So in 20-odd years, again, when I revisit, it looks it looks good. For me, I think there was there was just a lot of reading. I might have liked them to spice it up a bit in terms of different ways to take in the information. Ooh. That feels like a really boring bit of critical feedback. You want a button to push. I do. I do. Yeah. I do. I like having, interactivity. Yeah, I like interactivity in museums. So I wanted a bit more of that. Yeah, okay. Um, was it worth it? It cost £4.95. You got a free pencil with that. Hello. Value. A yes from me. I agree. I think it was worth it. Now, the final thing. Mm. What are you going to rate it out of 10? Right. Yeah, go on. This is a really difficult one. Go on. We have been going to some major tourist attractions mm-hmm. in major cities. Mm-hmm. I feel like... Are you going to be northernist? <laughs> Don't be northernist. I'm, I'm from North Wales. Um, no, it's just really difficult to mark something that is on a smaller scale versus something on a massive scale. And it's quite obvious that the people who work at the Pencil Museum work very hard and it's very good for what it is, Mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. history of pencils. Yeah. So the score I'm going to go with is it it factors in that. Okay. But obviously I can't give it the the high, high marks. Because it's just one room? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I still think if anyone is in the Keswick area that they should go. Yes, they should. Um, and because it also, we should also make sure we are visiting small tourist attractions as well as the big ones. Yes. And what's all you scoring it? I'm going to go for a 6.5. Woo. I'm going to give it 7. That's oh. what I'm going for. That's good because you're normally quite tough on the old numbers. Yeah. Uh, giving it extra, maybe nostalgic points. Is this because you'd be scared to go home if you rated it lower than a 7? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And you should be scared going back next time. (laughs) I've given it a lovely plug. Yeah. I think you should go. So, yeah, I was chuffed. Loved it to see it again. Yeah. Lovely place. Lovely people. Lovely pencils. That should be their tagline. (laughs) I'm sure they'll take that up within no time. Um, Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Tipsy Tourism. Please do remember to rate and review if you have the time. Yeah. 
it honestly makes such a huge difference if you give us five stars and write write what you liked about it or just comment what's your favorite kind of pencil mine's a hb oh yeah not a 2b no too soft fair enough fair enough uh, next episode, we are not in London again. Oh, we're going. We're going international. Is it international? It is. Well, it's not the UK. That's for sure. That's true. It's. Should we say we're off to? Yeah. Right. Well, we'll say the country, and I bet the place that you think of straight away is where we're going. Yeah. We are off to Ireland. Ireland. Yeah. Right. We will speak to you in that one. Speak to you then. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.